This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal News Show. Joining you a day before the match day, which is great, but it's the weekend, which is nice. Uh, had a nice time last night. Had uh, what you would describe as a, a detox. It's probably the wrong word, but kind of a detox from work, which was quite nice. Just relaxed. Um, had a couple of drinks and it was uh, not by myself, I should stress. <laughs> that made me sound like such a lonely man. Um, but uh, no, it was good and uh, enjoyed myself and needed it, to be fair. When you have one of those weeks where you just need to kind of get out and enjoy life a little bit, that's what we did. Uh, thankfully, not really feeling worse for wear this morning, which is nice. We all know, for those that have tuned into the show for a few weeks, you've seen me doing a show ridiculously hungover. Don't feel like that today, which is great. Uh, so you know what to expect. <laughs> good morning to everybody in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Peeny Ween getting in there first this morning. Congratulations to you. Uh, Mr. Ginger Gouda could only settle for second, but on a Saturday, you got to take that. Olu, good morning to you. Matt G getting in there a little bit late uh, this morning, and indeed, it is indeed nearly game day. Morning to John T. Uh, morning to Stevie. Morning to uh, Cyrus the Virus. Uh, good morning to Real. A Real? Uh, I'm sorry that I've pronounced that really wrong. Rule, maybe. Uh, good, good morning, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, must be doing something right. Uh, and Pini Wien becoming a member. I suppose that's what happens when you get into the chat box first. It prompts you into making some great decisions. But welcome to the crew. And I'm sure everyone in the chat box is going to welcome you into the members gang as well. Uh, tomorrow morning, I'm waking up at 4 a.m., says Matt G, refreshing my YouTube every two seconds. <laughs> uh, Stephen, good morning to you, mate. Rich Carnu, uh, good morning to you. Bogdan, uh, Bobby, good morning to you, mate. Adrian, Rob, Paul, Manu. Good morning, guys. I hope you're doing well. Now, yesterday we were supposed to do our AC Milan show. We've had to push that back to the early part of next week uh, due to scheduling, basically, uh, unfortunately. But we will bring that uh, bring that debate to you next week. Tonight, there'll be a preview show ahead of the game tomorrow night. I'll be joined by some of the members uh, around 8 o'clock UK time, so make sure you set your alarms 
for that if you can and uh, do check out my chat with harry simu from yesterday on the canton and simu show it'll be going up on audio forms this morning as well so make sure you're in the know about all of that lovely good stuff without further ado though let's crack on with today's news telling you to as always go and subscribe to the arsenal way uh, i set the target of trying to hit us 10k before the end of the season I've changed that target. It'd be great if we could try and hit 10K by the end of this month. That's what I'm really desperately trying to achieve with everyone there. So uh, if you could, go and subscribe. Link is in the description. Be much appreciated. We should have a six-a-side video for you guys coming out today where there is, oh, very quite nicely, a nice little finish from uh, a certain someone. Not going to say who that certain someone is. But you know them quite well. That's all I'm going to put. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. So I scored a great goal. Anyway, moving on to uh, the news that's going ahead of tomorrow's game is Melisar will be out for Wolves, which is a big, big blow for them and a big, big blow for him because he keeps on getting injured. And he's a player that I look at as possibly a transfer target for the summer. But the injury record is is certainly getting me down. Bailey will love him. Uh, obviously, because he gets injured a lot. But I am a little bit more reserved about players that tend to get injured. Um, continuing onwards and talking about injuries, Tomiyasu uh, is said to be a doubt. Now, my understanding is that he hasn't trained up until at least today. You know, he's not been in training. He's continuing with his rehabilitation, but he's not with the main group. So it's very unlikely, in my view, that he'll play. But we've seen stranger things happen. He's not trained and he's popped up in a game against Manchester City when no one thought he might. But Cedric has done a really good job in his stead, to be fair. So it's not the end of the world. Tommy Asu is injured. Uh, what well, is the end of the world would be losing both of them at the same time. But thankfully, touch woods, that's not happened yet. So uh, fingers crossed we can keep the fitness up of all of our squad. Now, Gabriel Martinelli has been talking fantastically. This is one of my favourite quotes. Um, and I love the fact that Gabriel Martinelli is turning around and saying this type of thing. He says, we always want more. Of course, Arsenal are a giant team. If I can stay, I'll stay here my whole life. I want to conquer things. I already said I want to stay here and win titles with this wonderful crowd and my teammates. This is absolutely one of the best quotes that I could have wanted to read whilst ever so slightly hung over on a Saturday morning is Gabriel Martinelli whispering in our ears that he's going to stay here forever. That's great. That, that's the content I love to see. So fantastic stuff uh, and fantastic to hear it. Um, Gabriel Martinelli is a future player, I hope. And I always kind of said and sat here and was like, you know, of all the players in the team, I could see him moving on in the next kind of two, three years or so because I didn't think he was getting enough minutes. I didn't think he was. Um, yeah, I, I didn't think he was going to be happy with playing behind Smith Rowe and and Saka, and that would frustrate him enough that he might seek a move away. And we know what Liverpool and Klopp have said about him in the past, and that's always left me with a little bit of apprehension about whether or not his long term future would be at Arsenal. But I think that this is um, a great quote. But what I would say is that you should definitely take it uh, with a little bit of a pinch of salt because he's only 20. And 20-year-olds 20 20-year-olds 20 say silly things. Like, we remember being... Well, some of us remember being 20. And, uh, you know, we said, uh, <laughs> said some very weird stuff when we were 20. Like, I remember thinking I was going to get, like, married in a couple of years. And look at me, I'm going to be 27. 
and getting married. So <laughs> things change. Things change very, very quickly in this world. Anyway, moving forwards. Mikel Arteta, though, really, really hopeful comments about signing a striker in the summer. He says, now is the moment we have to raise the quality. We need one who puts the ball in the nets. That's the priority number one. Any successful team needs enough goal threat in the squad. We know that the summer is going to be a big, big moment for this team to try and secure a striker. And that is seemingly what is going to be happening this summer. Who that will be, we're not 100% sure as of yet, but there are plenty of names in the hat. One name that it could be, though, uh, is not Dinos Mavropanos, because Dinos Mavropanos, firstly, is a centre-back, and secondly, is going to be joining Stuttgart at the end of the season. But an interesting link saying that Newcastle were looking at a possible deal for the summer of around 12.5 million euros. And if that does happen, it would mean that Arsenal get a 10% sell-on price at around a million pounds. Shows you how poor that deal has been for Arsenal. Really are letting a player of very high quality leave for a very, very low price. Hopefully something we learn from in the very near future. However, speaking of strikers and possible players that could join Arsenal in the summer, Ekitike, who is a player, Hugo Ekitike, I don't know much about him at all. I know that he's a 19-year-old, currently player for Stadrem in Ligue 1. Um, but other than that, not much. Nine goals, three assists in Liga, 21 games at 19 years of age. Very impressive. Ten goals across it, all competitions in 24 matches and four assists. Really nice. Can play as a centre forward, can play on the wing. Certainly a player that I'm not surprised Arsenal were linked to. Newcastle tried to sign him towards the end of the last summer, uh, January window, I think it was, they tried to sign him. Didn't work out for them. He stayed with Stadrem, and uh, I think he'll probably move on to another team in the summer, be that Newcastle or somewhere else. But Arsenal are said to be one of the teams tracking Ekitike, um, and we are sure to see some more heavy links when we reach the summer transfer window. But for my money, I think we'll go for someone a little bit more experienced and uh, a player that has probably got a few more years at the senior level under their belt. A David is probably the youngest kind of age bracket. I'd imagine we'd go for, for a striker at 22. Um, other than that, it'll be the likes of Schick at 26 and Calvert-Lewin 24-25. That kind of age is what I'm expecting. So Ekitike, if he does come in, I doubt he'd be the only forward that we brought in during the summer window. Moving forwards and uh, moving to our final and headline story of the day. You probably read this uh, on your social feeds. Uh, Rafael Oriema, who is a, a Italian journalist, I believe, Italian, I'm guessing, but I, th- I think he is, um, was speaking to uh, a Napoli-based outlet, and he said that I believe that Fabian Ruiz will leave Napoli at the end of the season. There's been a proposal from Arsenal, but I understand that the player doesn't want to join the Gunners. The midfielder is waiting for other offers, be they from Paris, Paris Saint-Germain, PSG, or Real Madrid. Um, Look, this is obviously very, very nostalgic. And I say nostalgic because it's... It reminds me of the Dusan Vlaovic situation. We all remember that guy. Um, you know, that guy that we were supposed to sign, thought it was going to be the next big thing. and got all of our hopes up in January. And as Manu in the chat book says, never wanted him anyway. You know, that's the attitude we've taken. Well, that's the attitude that we're probably going to have to take with Fabian Ruiz, it seems. I think that Arsenal were always going to be hard-pressed to get him because he's going for such a low fee. Big teams are always going to come and try and pay that amount of money. And look, He's arguably the best central midfielder in Serie A alongside the likes of Barella. So he has the right to want to move to these giant teams and they are giant teams. But this is the importance of Arsenal getting back into the Champions League. When you see anyone saying, oh, what's the point of being in the Champions League? We're not going to win it. 
that's not the point. Like being in the Champions League has allowed us to take that next step forward. It allows us to get that bit closer to being a team that could compete for the Champions League. It's not going to happen in the first season. We're going to try and get as far as we can if we get into it. But it's going to be about establishing yourself again in the Champions League, developing the team, improving the reputation of the squad so that players like Fabian Ruiz in the future don't turn around and say, I want to go to PSG. That's that's not how he talks, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> but we want to be in a situation where we are as good as PSG in terms of attractiveness and that we can pull those players to the club. And that's that's what we need to get to. So whenever you any, see anyone go, oh, what's the point of being in the Champions League? We're not going to win it. We're not trying to win it. Firstly, that's a load of bollocks because we are trying to win it. We are trying to get as far as we can. We don't go into a competition half-assed. Or we don't go into competition not hoping to win it. We go into every competition. Well, we got to the semi-finals of the League Cup this season, a competition that we've really struggled in over the last 20 years. If we get into the Champions League, it's, it's going to be tough. No one's going to hand you a trophy. But we need to try and push ourselves forward so that we don't have these situations with players that we're linked to having this situation. Um, and that's 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 what I want to see, is I want to see Arsenal not having... To, no, I want to see myself not having to read out these silly quotes from players that aren't keen on Arsenal anymore. Anyway, that rounds off the news. So if you've got any questions you'd like to throw into the chat box, <laughs> what language is that, Tom? Um, I should not start imitating more players' voices. That was never happening again till tomorrow. Anyway, if you've got any questions, please do throw them into the chat box. We'll try and go through as many of them as feasibly possible. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Okay. Uh, someone clip that. Uh, Philip says, Tom, can I clarify on a question from yesterday when I asked, will Chelsea now have to sell? I meant players, not the club. Apologies. Philip, sure. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably mention it like a right fool. <laughs> it was all my fault. Um, they won't have to sell players like 100% have to. It depends on who brings, who signs. It depends on who, who buys the club, whether or not they're going to pump money in like Bramovich did or whether they're going to use it as an asset to bolster their portfolio it depends we don't know what's going to happen it's impossible for me to answer your question philip because we just we just don't know at this stage uh dmc says 37 likes but there's over 350 of you watching if you could drop a like on the video we've been hitting 400 likes pretty successfully recently and pretty consistently but we were getting a thousand likes on shows recently uh i know i sound like shaheen from the arsenal lounge give me the likes but he's got a point. The ratio to, you know, when we do polls in the chat box, people are 300 people vote on these polls. And we're sitting there like, oh, I've only got 100 likes. What are you doing? Press the like button, guys. Show your support. And uh, yeah, let's get a poll going in the chat box. Um, let's, I want actually, I want to get kind of a little bit more thought and theory around that whole um, Champions League thing I was talking about. So let's, let's get a poll into the chat box that's about that, if it will actually load up. Here we go. So is... Uh, is there a point to being in the... Oh, hold on. I'm going to reword this. Uh, do you want to... This is really worded so badly. Do you want Arsenal to be in the Champions League even though we may have a only... Oh, that's a better word. Only a small chance to win it. Okay, yes or no, there it goes. Ask the community, why? Yes, yes. No, I don't want to add an option. Why can't I? Oh, I'm over the blooming question limit. 
why have I only got a hundred words? <laughs> Characters. Do you want Arsenal to be in the? Cha- okay, let's change Champions League to UCL. You all know what I'm talking about. There we go. Ask the community. There's the. There it is. There it is. There's the poll. Get voted. Get voting, people. It should be on your screens. Now, um, let's jump into a little bit more. Uh, Philip says YouTube needs to add the like button to live chat. That's the problem. Yeah. Like you see all you guys in the in the chat box, you, you jump into the chat and it drops an automatic like. That'd be great. Mark says, hi, Tom. Do you know with the refurbishment, will there be an Emirates Cup this year? Great show. Thanks, Mark. Again, don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer to the question. Um, we haven't had an Emirates Cup in quite a while. There are plans to go to America at the moment, so that will most likely take place. The bulk of preseason will be in the U.S., um, but if there's a chance for one weekend, usually it happens like a weekend before uh, the season starts or two weekends before. Uh, we have to think that the season's starting earlier this time around. In fact, let's have a quick check on the 2022-23 EPL season dates because it starts early because of the World Cup. So as a result, the 2022-23 Premier League season will kick off on the 6th of August. Uh, so it's only a week earlier, to be fair. Uh, I'm pretty sure we used to kick off on like the weekend after that, around the 10th to the 15th, that that period. But it does mean that we're going to have to get our business done much, much sooner. Um, but August 6th is when the next league season will kick off, which is good. I mean, it means we've only got June and July off and then eight weeks and then we're back at it in the Premier League, which should be good. Barely any time to rest, it seems, uh, for a lot of these players, which, you know, we look at that and we think a little bit... We're a little bit frustrated at the amount of games we're having to play and stuff like that. But we need to increase the strength of our squads, always. Uh, Julian, good morning to you, mate. Thank you for making the live chat. Absolute legend. Uh, Kevin says, 5,000 to 1 was small odds for Leicester. Yet we all know that worked indeed. Manu says, who would be your first target for striker? I've got plenty of plan B strikers, but the first choice is really hard. Patrick Schick is, well, Erling Haaland is obviously the number one choice. Um, but Patrick Schick is, I think, a really, really solid option. He adds the characteristics that we're looking for, the finishing ability, the prolific striking record, the aerial threat, the uh, physicality, but still not lacking in technical ability too. Followed by Jonathan David, because I'd like to see a combination of two strikers brought in with contrasting styles. I think that's what's most important. Um, Stevie says, Tom, who's your next favourite mid now that Ruiz doesn't want and Gimaraes just joins Newcastle? This is what happens. I don't want to tell you, Stevie, who my favourite midfielder is now because they're just going to go and join someone else. I wrote about this yesterday. I wrote about the fact that, what was the actual piece? I think it was about Jed Spence. And at the start of this piece, I talked about how, you know, you get into this situation in the transfer market where you really want players to sign. And it's happened for years. I wanted Edin. I basically, one of the first Twitter accounts I ever followed when I joined Twitter was a Edin Hazard to Arsenal parody account because I was so desperate. That's how long we've had Twitter for, by the way. That's ridiculously long ago. Um, so desperate for Edin Hazard to join Arsenal. And before, when, before I gave up playing FIFA, Eden Hazard would be the go-to player because I was so desperate to see him at Arsenal. So when he joined Chelsea, it's just awful. Awful. Why did they have to go and win the Champions League? It's the only reason that they got him. We were so in for him and Arsenal were very close to getting him. But when Chelsea won the Champions League, that tipped them over the edge, unfortunately. So there you go. Claymont, who do I prefer, Ruiz or Barella? I do prefer Ruiz personally, but I know a lot of Italian football fans will tell me I'm mad for that. But I, I prefer Ruiz personally. I like his style. I think he would suit what Arsenal want from that left-sided central midfield position. 
Thomas says, ridiculous question. That's like asking a championship club, do you want to be in the Premier League, even though you might get relegated? If a club isn't trying to reach the top level, what is their purpose? Thomas, I agree. It is a ridiculous question. It's an absolutely mental question. But you still see people saying no. And you look at the poll, and I expected this kind of result. 97% of you saying yes. But 3% of people have said no. And I can't get my head around why. Sure, you've got to eliminate the troll factor um, of people just voting no for, for the bants. But at the same time, it's mental that I, that people say, what's the point of being in it? We're not going to win it. Or, you know, I'd rather be in the Europa League or something like that because we've got a better chance. Of, Are you mad? What? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Mario says, win the Europa League or take part in the Champions League. No, because... I don't want to put forward that one of the options is take part in the Champions League because that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying take part. I'm saying that there's a chance that you can win it and there's an ambition to try and win it in the future. It's not about taking part. It's about trying to get as far forward as we feasibly can. Uh, Jonathan says 3% of Villa fans who are somehow still here. Honestly, remember when we talked about Emi Buendia? Villa fans were, and Smith Rowe to be fair as well, were just peppering the comment section. And yet you look at where we are now and you look at where Villa are now and all you can do is just raise a glass or a reach bottle instead. <laughs> so funny. Mm. Lovely stuff. Um, Penny Wayne says, of course we could win it. I'm not saying we will, but of course that we could. Uh, can't we send them to Spurs, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> send those people to Spurs. I mean, they're probably, uh, they're probably Spurs, secret Spurs fans anyway. You know who we're talking about. There's loads of secret Spurs fans out there that seriously hate Arsenal and yet create content on them. Uh, Redneck uh, says, Morgan, Tom, Mor- Morgan, morning, uh, Tom. <laughs> Let's try and say that word again. With everyone looking at Graven Birch, should we have a go? Would he suit us? Uh, Graven Birch is a brilliant talent. And, you know, I think he'll end up at one of the biggest clubs in Europe, to be honest, which we are, but we're not one of those, you know, mega hyper clubs. And I think that's probably where he will end up. Um, which is a shame because he's a fantastic player and I really think that he would do a brilliant job at Arsenal. Uh, again, it's like with the with the Haaland situation. Um, if you've got a chance to get it, go and get it. Uh, Peeny Ween, I will put a new link to the Discord server in the community tab after the show is finished. Don't worry. Uh, there'll be a new one in there and you can join the Discord. Uh, Diallo says, Tom, which young academy player do you think will be part of the first team next season barring injury? Uh, Charlie Patina. Uh, is the player that I see getting promoted next season. I think arguably there's a... We, we talk about needing two midfielders, two central midfielders, but I think there's a real chance that we could see uh, Patino take over from Mohamed Elneny and take that role in the squads for the moment. So I think that's what we'll see. Myron Boadu, says Jonathan, he's not done that well since moving to Monaco. Just having a quick check. I haven't checked in a little bit, but he was struggling. One Liga goal, one assist in 19 Liga games. He has not been able to continue his fine form for when he was playing for RZ. Uh, it's not worked out. And that's why you have to be a little bit careful at times looking at some of these players because, you know, it is what it is. Um, Craven Birch, yes, 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 says Manu. What a Rolls Royce of a player, but he is a Rayola player. Mm, yeah, it just gets his... Gets fingers so many, so many pies, so many die level, really nice pies. <laughs> uh, Paul says, What about Brooke Norton Cuffey? Yeah, really good shout. He's impressing a lot on loan at Lincoln. People really like him at Arsenal. So we'll see what happens. I'm actually going to Gillingham today to watch some League One football. Uh, my local team, Jules, have not been doing that great, uh, unfortunately. I used to go a lot when I was a kid because I couldn't afford to go to Arsenal. 
So it was a lot easier to go and watch football if I wanted to by going to Jules. So because Arsenal are playing tomorrow and I've got a day off, we're going to go and watch Jules today. And fingers crossed, they're in a bit of a rut at the moment. And uh, fingers crossed they can grab a win. Uh, Thibaut Pest says the, the level of the Premier League is so high these days that it might be harder to win this FA Cup than the Champions League. Look at Man United. Rubbish. And it might make the quarterfinals this year. Exactly. Like Chelsea, when they won it, were the worst Champions League side to win the Champions League ever. They were the, I say ever, Porto obviously was a bit of a shock. They were still a very decent team. Um, but when Chelsea won the Champions League, they were the worst Champions League side in the history of the competition, without a shadow of a doubt. So it can happen. You can surprise people. Look at um, Atalanta, RB Leipzig, getting as far as they did in those competitions. Look, Arsenal can certainly get far. And all you need is a little bit of extra luck. And all of a sudden, you've gone all the way to the final. So we'll have to wait and see. Spurs got to come on. Spurs got to the blooming final. So there you go. Uh, Abbe says, no one thought Chelsea would win it last season. We definitely do have a chance in the Champions League. Ekati Kess is so smooth, says Teddy. Uh, I will enjoy it, Manu. Oh, Jules is Pini Wien's local team too. There you go. Lovely stuff. Uh, Weedy says, uh, we need to go all out for Neves and Tielemans. Two midfielder is what we need. They are both good on the ball and, fo and forward first, not backwards or sideways. Uh, Stal Bucharest got to the final. Still worse. Uh, still not as good as... <laughs> or rather, Chelsea is still worse. Chelsea is still worse. Absolutely. Uh, Matt G says, Tom's now angering Chelsea fans as well as Villa fans. Look, I don't care. I don't care about angering Chelsea fans. It's Chelsea. It's a rival. We're meant to hate them. We're meant to dislike Chelsea. It's part of being a football fan of Arsenal. Julian says, I like John McGinn. Always gives 100%, but his injury record is not great. Plus, he's getting on a bit, ain't he? I don't know how he is getting on. Is he Is he getting on, John McGinn? Let's have a look at his age. He's 27. He's my age. Hold on. We're the same age. Don't say well, I'm getting on. No, 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 no. None of this. None of this. <laughs> 27 is very young. It's very, so young, so youthful. My back hurts. Um, anyway, Tiniano says, what happens to Tari's John Jules? He was highly rated. Uh, he really struggled. I know at Blackpool, and now he's with Sheffield Wednesday. Um, but he need, He's actually back at Arsenal at the moment because he's got injured again. So uh, it's not looking too great. I imagine he'll probably leave Arsenal permanently in the summer, unfortunately, but it's just not worked out for him. So there you go. Julian says, 27. Sorry, thought you were, thought he was older. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Tom Fuels on rival fans tears. Jonathan says, sure, Real Madrid and PSG are more attractive than Arsenal at the moment. But if Fabian wants more playtime, he should choose us because we are the favourites for that. And says Chelsea team in 2012 that won the UEFA for Champions League were bad. That's the one I was talking about but if you want to talk about the one that won recently we can talk about them as well. Absolutely. Uh, Paul said thanks for uh, thanks for facts in it. That thanks our Champions League. We good sigh. I got it a cup game. Paul, try that again mate. That was awful. <laughs> Struggling to type. Someone's hung over today. Have another go Paul. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Harvey says, do you think Amari Hutchinson will sign a new contract? I hope so, because it's it's getting a little bit worrying. A little bit worrying. May I thoughts on Raul Jimenez? No, thank you. Byron says, uh, Tom, I'm 32, mate. You're still young, as I'm below you. Um, as I am, yeah, of course. Julian, bit early in the morning for me, this thinking process. Uh, if he says, I... I Come on, write write out words. I have to read out these comments. Like, take the time to to write it out. I don't know what that word is. I think you meant to type "I hate," 
when worse teams win the Champions League. Absolutely, it's horrible. And when worse teams get to the final. Uh, Stevie says, Tom looks like Maitland-Niles is heading home. Think he'll be sold? Absolutely. Absolutely. He should absolutely be sold. And we, to be honest, it's mad that we didn't get uh, the money that we should have taken when, you know, when when Wolves came in. Why didn't we go for that? Latvian Gunas says, spelling with Tom. See, it's the teacher side of me coming out. You want a teacher, always a teacher. It's just part of my process. It's really hard not to latch on to mistakes. It's really difficult. You've been you've been trained and gilded to to really latch on to these things. And uh, I can't not do it anymore. It's just not part of my process, which is why whenever I make whenever I make a mistake myself, it's the worst. It's the worst situation ever. Uh, Manu says, could you uh, could you explain again what Garlic's job is at the club? Should we blame him for Amari Hutchinson? Uh, yeah, I mean, you, we can blame him, but at the end of the day, he's in charge of negotiating contracts. He, he isn't really ahead of the, the convincing players to sign. That's more to do with Arteta and Edu that need to convince players to stay with the club. That's what they managed to do with Balogun. But Richard Garlic is part of that process, but I wouldn't give him as much weight in discussions as, say, Arteta and Edu. So there you go. Uh, Scotty says, do you think that Xhaka's stock has risen? Um, it's probably about in line because it's, whilst his stock may be rising, he is still very much a player that's now going to be getting into his 30s and has got all of his associated risks. And I think there's an obvious... There's, I think I think Xhaka will want to move on. I think it's fairly obvious that that is where he sees his future is somewhere else. I don't see him retiring at Arsenal, that's for sure. He will move on eventually. So I think his stock's probably stagnated, even though he's maybe had a better season. But he has still had those double red cards and injuries. Uh, so there you go. Nate, thank you so much for becoming a member. Chat box, shower, Nate, with uh, a load of welcomes. Absolutely fantastic to see you join the TGT crew, mate. Uh, Mogos says, AMN has sabotaged his career at Arsenal. He has no one to blame but himself. Wow, that is very pointed. I know a lot of people would say that Arteta has a lot to do with uh, his issues. Matt G says, Tom, is it strange that Roma have already decided not to buy Maitland-Niles? There's still a fair bit of the season left and this will knock his confidence for the rest of his time there. It's a cutthroat system. And Maitland-Niles needs to understand as well that football, you're not given these privileges to just play. You can't. You're very rarely told that you will play games and that you're guaranteed to start. And if you believe you're better than maybe what you are, you will end up being disappointed. That's why players that stay very grounded, players that are very humble, and Golo Kante being one of those, you know, they often turn out to be some of the best players in the world. And you need to be like that. You need to be accepting that you're not going to get opportunities. You need to play where you're told and you take the minutes to when they come without a shadow of a doubt. What I would say is maybe Arsenal should have... Uh, agreed to the obligation to buy a clause <laughs> in that contract. Uh, Neil says, every four or five players leaving due to contracts or other circumstances will affect positively or negatively. Uh, Neil, it's a process that we need to get ourselves out of. Uh, we need to get out of this, this rut of selling players for nothing, let them go for free. And once we've done that, and we are gradually getting to the point where we're going to be out of that soon, thanks to what Edu's done. And I know a lot of people aren't very keen on what Edu's done, but I think it's a bit of a necessary evil, unfortunately we'll be in a much better position uh, to suit ourselves for the future and to, to attack the transfer markets a lot more. Okay, where are we going? A couple more and then we're going to uh, wrap things up. Hit the like button. People says, Harvey, 200 of you, 455 watching. Do drop a like if you haven't done so already. Yes, shower Nate with welcomeness in the chat box. Is that a word? 
welcomeness. I don't know. <laughs> Morgie. Tom, watch Patino a lot. Sincerely hope he picks up before next season. Great potential, but form dipped, injuries, and Forrest subbed off. Needs to get a proper leg up. Yeah, he's he's suffered with an injury recently, but uh, that's that's hit his kind of progression. But don't worry. And uh, there you go. What? Uh, Penny Ween, hit the likes, and Tom won't get stuck in a traffic jam on his way to Jules. I mean, if I get stuck in a traffic jam on the way to Jules, it would take a significant traffic jam in a really in a place where you don't really get traffic jams. Um, so not, I don't go through the Medway tunnel. I don't have to. So I'm not that side of Jules, unfortunately uh, rather. So yeah. Um, that being good, says Tom, you can't knock our spelling and then invent words. <laughs> I, I absolutely can. Like, this is, this is what controlling the channel means. It's the privileges that I get. I'm making words up and I'm critiquing spelling. This is how it works. You got to get with the program. This it's just part of what it is. It's part of what it is. Christopher says, if we're, uh, if we're to sign a backup for Tommy, who should we sign? Um, not Jed Spence. Not him. Wouldn't go for Jed Spence. Uh, I'm really interested to see about this Laura guy who's like this Peruvian international. I need to do a little bit more digging on him. But, hey, we're linked to him. So we may as well do a little bit more research and try and find out some more. So I'm going to endeavour to do a little bit more. It's a dictatorship, says Sam. That's harsh. That's very harsh. Very harsh indeed. Uh, Sharif says, do you think James Will Prowse would be a good signing? He is so consistent, always fit and a leader. He is actually uh, a player that I'd be more than happy to see Arsenal sign. I think he'd be a very, very, very good addition to this squad. Absolutely. If he says, nope, you can't, even if it's your channel. <laughs> it's our channel. That's what we like to say. It's our channel. It's not my channel. It's your channel. It's, you know, it's, it's the TGT community. But I will critique your spelling and I will invent words and you are going to have to accept that. That's <laughs> part of being this in this family. You come to expect it, you need to understand that's what's going to happen. It's just what happens. It's what you have when you have a former teacher doing a YouTube channel. Um, in fact, uh, a friend of mine told me that apparently the former students still watch this. Uh, one of the worst things when I was teaching, I can say it now because I'm not a teacher anymore, was, so have you got a YouTube channel? Like, just honestly... You can't imagine the frustration. You can't imagine the annoyance. I'm sitting there going, you know I do. So why are you asking me? <laughs> why why are you bothering to ask me? Get on with your work, you losers. That was just a daily process. Daily process. Lavian Guna says, every time we are linked with a Rayola player, it's scary for since it pretty much means we must pay double to get the player. Masrawi at right back, etc. Yeah. Um we need to be a bit smart. We need to look for certain players that we can bring in for a, a decent amount of money, for a money that's reflective of their value and that we're not swindled in any kind of deal. And that's tricky in 2022 to do. Um, Maya, if you want to know my Watford prediction, tune in tonight, preview show, 8 o'clock UK time. I'll be joined by some of the members to talk about Watford. So uh, make sure you do that. Uh, these impressions are getting worse. I, I did, when I do an impression, I, that wasn't an impression. That was just me talking, Manu. There's no impressions. It's just me chatting a lot of rubbish. Uh, Penny Wayne says, chat box, who, asking the question of the chat box, whoever beats Matt Jeeds the first spot tomorrow will be showered with praise and admiration. Are you, have you watched this channel before? <laughs> that doesn't happen. What are you talking about? What about a smart move for Nkunku, says Leonid? Possibly. Possibly so. I mean, I don't think RB Leipzig will let him leave, um, but he's certainly someone that would add plenty of quality to the team. 
Um, do you think that Everton will get a result against Spurs? I doubt it, Diallo. Don't get your hopes up. Everton are awful. Awful. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up um, now before we start doing any more impressions or we critique any more spelling. Um, but uh, I'll be joining uh, the members, as I say, at 8 o'clock tonight uh, for the next show. Then we'll be back tomorrow morning, of course, and there'll be a reaction. It won't be a reaction on the whistle, unfortunately, because I am working the game tomorrow for Football London. Um, but we will have a reaction on the Arsenal way after the full-time whistle. Myself and Chris, I think, should be on for that. And then there'll be a reaction on this channel probably around... I want to say eight, nine, maybe closer to nine. So do make sure that you set your alarms for the eight o'clock show tonight and for your 8 a.m. show in the morning. We're doing one every 12 hours. It's, uh, it works out pretty nicely, doesn't it? Have a fantastic Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you as it always is. And as always, up the Arsenal. Drop a like before you leave as well. Come on, guys. Have a great day. See you soon. 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.